The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 26. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week on Insight Sunday we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. In part two of my conversation with Megan, She talks about lessons she learned about doing too much for her clients, the value in helping them unlock, test, and share their humanity, and a secret about why people buy from you or your competitors, and how you can leverage that by way of personal branding. She also shares how she learned to extract the best and most important lessons from life experience and dives deeper into how a personal brand impacts your business, whether or not you're aware of it. I can't wait for you to listen and learn from Megan's experience, mistakes, and lessons so you can apply her wisdom to your life and business. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger, if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching. Join me in welcoming Megan McNeil. Welcome back, Megan. Hi, Dr. Yishai. How are you? Uh, so great. And I'm so glad to have you back on Story Tuesday. For those of you who don't know, Megan is a personal brand specialist, host of the Personal Branding Exposed podcast. And I know her. And if you listened to Insight Sunday's episode, you'll also know her as an excitable, gin-loving, wine and book club type 
who loves dogs and yet somehow has a cat who runs the show. And of course, my go-to LinkedIn whiz. So on Insight Sunday, we covered so many important topics from what is a personal brand, Megan's own experience learning and developing personal brand, the idea of developing, building, and putting the passionate, important person up on a platform in front of the right people with the right message and sharing themselves, their genuine selves, their story. And if you haven't yet, go back and listen to Insight Sunday to learn about how important that is and how helpful that is in terms of building a business, growing a business, or moving forward towards your own career goals. So if you haven't, again, please go back and listen to that episode and then grab a seat again and join us. So thanks again, Megan, for grabbing a seat and joining me on the business couch again. Thanks, Dr. Yeshe. Great to be back. Yeah. So on Story Tuesday, we dive deeper into your hard-earned lessons so that we can all learn from them. So I wanted to start with some of your most memorable lessons. Can you share what your biggest learning experience has been? Can you bring us into that moment? What happened before, after, and what was your key takeaway? Biggest learning. Well, the biggest learning I've had in terms of personal branding is that you can't force someone to be something that they're not. That's probably, I think I maybe thought the personal branding before was you could create yourself into anything that you like. And you can't really do that. Your personal brand is going to come from who you are, just the way you show up. And you haven't got any control over what you over your personal brand and the way you make people feel and what they say about you, but you have got the opportunity to influence it. So when you're working with them, I've worked with a couple of clients previously um, where we've tried to go in a direction that just really isn't natural to them. And they've had speaking engagements and they've asked me to write scripts for them. And I've sat there and I've heard that I've been in the audience and I'm listening to them. And all I'm hearing is me on stage because they've not really adapted the text to use words that they would use. So I use awesome a lot. Well, I had a 60-plus-year-old farmer on stage saying that this was really awesome, which did not fit him or his personal brand. But instead of adapting the script for the way he would speak, he just used my words. And that was probably my biggest learning was that you can't do everything for someone. It's the same as having a personal trainer. A personal trainer cannot do the sit-ups and the burpees for you. You've got to do it yourself. And when I'm working with clients, sometimes I just want to do everything for them when really it's all inside them. My job is really to bring it out and to comment on it and help nurture it and develop it and make it the best it can be. So that was hard for me. That was a big learning, stepping back and letting people be them and not trying to do everything for them. Yeah. So I'm hearing a couple of really important pieces of that that I want to draw out. One is that what I'm seeing and hearing is that you, because you care and because you're so invested and so passionate about helping people develop their own personal brand, helping them show and share who they are and connect with the people that they want to as clients or in any other way, depending on what they want out of their personal brand, that sometimes it's easy to step over the line and try to do something for them. And it starts with sometimes even they'll ask or they'll pull for it. They'll say, can you write a script? Can you? And what that ends up coming out is it comes out in your voice, Megan, not in their voice. And you've come to realize the hard way by making that mistake and then learning or seeing what it's like to have a 60-year-old farmer say the word awesome on stage. 
that it was your voice on stage, not theirs, even though they had learned it or put in the work. And what they were doing was not personal branding. What they were doing is sharing someone else's message, not theirs. And yeah, I was creating an actor. I wasn't helping create them more professionally. Mm. And you realized that acting is not their job. Nope, 100% not. Because the people I work with are incredible at what they do. Because that's why I work with them. And I, I don't work with anyone that you can't commercialize what it is that they do. They have got to have done the hard yards because there is no getting around that. Everyone has to have worked in McDonald's while they were at university. They've got to have learned the lessons from those jobs. They're going to have had to have been turned down for numerous um, opportunities. They've got to have found numerous opportunities that they never thought they were going to. They've had to have tried and failed. They're going to have to have these conversations like we are, where they have to say, I really messed up. I thought I was doing the best thing by writing the scripts and doing everything for a person when really it wasn't. And they've got to have, there's just no shortcut. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, there are some people that seem to appear overnight, but the reality is they don't. You've got to have the hard yards. And the people I work with, they are incredible at what they do. They don't need to act. They just need the confidence to be able to get in front of the right audiences, to be able to build up their personal brand to the people that actually matter. Mm. So I'm hearing that it's important to test our own strengths to make those mistakes. And we all make those mistakes. And then another thing I'm hearing is that we have the capabilities inside of us, whether it's the talent or the skill, going back to that kind of option C you talked about on Insight Sunday. And something else, the motivation, right? If they want to and care to get in front of people and connect with people or to share something or to help people or provide some service or product, then it's really about letting that out. And your role is to help them tap into it and bring it out and maybe even to make those mistakes, to learn those lessons, to get in the hard way and maybe sometimes to get out of their way and share those parts of themselves by way of the personal brand to yep. connect. Yeah. I mean, what's the saying? It's basically the best lessons in life are heartbreaking mistakes. I think that's completely mm. true. They not only teach us, they give us stories. They make us relatable. They make us human. And that is what people want. People don't buy products and services. They buy other people. They buy the dream. They buy what it is that it's going to give them, what it's going to afford them. What is it that's behind that? You know, you look at Nike. Nike shoes are however much they are for a pair of normal trainers. You put Jordan on them and you double it, you triple it, and people pay a fortune for it. Anything that's got a person associated with it that people admire or people respect or people want to aspire to be, you just you put an extra zero at the end. You really do. People just are so drawn to other people. And I think with, you know, everyone's a bit worried. Well, I say everyone, lots of people probably aren't. But, you know, AI robots are going to replace us all. Well, you know, they said that the industrial revolution, that machines were going to replace us all as well. Well, look at us, we're all here. We've developed new jobs. That's the exact same. Different jobs are appearing all the time. So there'll be new experts that will be emerging from that. But not just that. This is why your personal brand is so vital right now, because vast majority of us don't understand technology enough, don't understand AI enough, that we are drawn even more so than before to people. 
because we need these people to keep us sane and just because we need human interaction, but also because we need these people to debunk what's going on and to help us navigate the world that we're now in. You know, like there's a robot for it, but we want to work with a person. Yeah. And it's so important to recognize that we connect with humans and perhaps some of that, a little bit from the psychological perspective, is because we get to see ourselves in those people. Sometimes what we get to see is someone who's a little bit further ahead or can help us out. Maybe they can be our guide. But having a guide who isn't human, who hasn't struggled, is much harder to relate to. And having a guide who cannot give us as much complexity, nuance, as much understanding and empathy is much, much more challenging. We don't connect in that way. And so that's really underscoring. It really underpins how and why we connect to humans. And as you said, what we buy is what we buy into and what we buy are humans. I think what we buy is the connection in the sense of when people are so into Nike shoes, what they connect with, and I think they're advertising the personal branding, the branding that they do is who they are and who and how people want to connect with them is aspirational, inspirational. It's who they could be. And they connect with that by whether it's Jordan, other athletes, you know, and so what the connection is, it's here are people who came from somewhere who still make mistakes. If you look actually so many of the Nike advertisements, they have people making mistakes and then getting back up and doing better. And that's what we connect with. We connect with that and you call that the human, the human element of it. And I think another thing you were talking about, which I think is so important, is adapting and pivoting. Yes, jobs change. Yes, technology changes things. And it's still really important. We don't lose what humans are capable of or what's important to us. What we lose are the things that the technology can take care of and what we open up are other doors that are perhaps even more human. And so a little bit on that note, I wanted to ask, have you ever had a situation arise that required a really big pivot or adapting to a big change in your business? Yeah, my business started as outsourced marketing. I Personal branding wasn't even in my vocabulary. I didn't even think about it. I listened to a podcast. Someone was talking about personal branding. They kept using this word. And as they were describing what it is they do, I sat there thinking, that's what I do. You know, so that was a massive pivot for me. But talking about everyone's personal branding, if I'm working with someone, you're working with someone, these people adapt. Like adapting is not just because you have to, adapting, pivoting, whatever you want to call it. It's also natural. Who you were at 20, who you are at 30, who you're going to be at 40 or 50 or, you know, whatever, is completely different because, you know, you know this, you're the psychologist. We've got all these little building blocks in our minds and we're continually building them, we're developing them, we're expanding them, we're working from them. So your personal brand today isn't what it will be tomorrow. And like people talk about personality tests and I think personality tests are very interesting because I can take one today and it's a a snapshot of who I am today. But I could take another one in a week's time and I might not be in such a good mood and it will be slightly different again. Mm -hmm. But that's impossible. Yeah, yeah, and six months later, it's going to look different. And a decade later, it's almost certainly going to look different. There's a ton of actually statistics and research on that, that our personality does change over time. 
I wish we had more time. We are going to need to jump straight into the couch round because we got to wrap it up for today. Uh, which, Sorry. <laughs> That's geez. my personal brand. I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So jumping in straight into the couch round, what's one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you were getting started? Personal branding. I wish <laughs> I had known that terminology when I started my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on, what's the next difference between a mistake and failure? Oh, a mistake is you know rectifiable. A failure is when you don't get back up and at least try again. Awesome. Can you name someone who you can go to when you make a mistake and they respond by saying, okay, let's deal with this now and then learn from it for later? My mom. <laughs> yeah, look, my mom is my rock. She's amazing. Mm. I am who I am because of my mom. And yeah, I grew up with there's no such thing as a silly question in our household. And my grandfather was amazing, my father. So very much in a, a learning environment and, you know, mistakes you weren't punished for them. It was a learning curve. It was, you, know, you might get a, I did tell you that would happen, but never a, can't believe you did that. And yeah, my mom. <laughs> Amazing. Can you name someone who you've learned from their mistakes instead of making your own? I want to say my mom here as well, but I don't always listen. Sometimes I've kind of got to go back and go, oh. <laughs> should have done what you said. Look, I listen to a lot of podcasts and sometimes I'm halfway down uh, train of thought that something I'm maybe going to do. So I will purposefully listen to podcasts just because that's how I like to consume content and hear how people have gone about it. Because, I mean, our stories are about our mistakes and our, our failures, well, not so much failures, but our mistakes and our learnings and our successes. So I will consume content around the people who have done it well to find out mm-hmm. the pitfalls first. Yeah. And to circle that back around, perhaps you were living what you just were talking about when you were listening to a podcast and came across the terminology of personal branding. It's that you were in the middle of doing something and thinking and learning and seeking, what is this? How do I connect with people and learn from people who have been doing this? And that's how you really came across that term and came to learn what it is that you have already been doing so that you can really, really dive and throw yourself totally into it. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So next, what is more important, working in your business or working on your business? Oh, look, you've got to have a, a bit of both. But working on your business, I think, is really important. You can outsource a lot of the working in your business. You can get staff, etc. But you really have to know what is going on in your business from the outside, inside, every direction. Yeah, that's probably one thing. I'm probably a bit guilty of working on my business rather than in it mm. sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And there's always a balance. Mm. Yeah, you tell so. me someone who's got that balance right and I want to speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Will do. So last question. What is one thing that's coming up for you or your business that you're working on or really excited about? Well, I used uh, LinkedIn as a vehicle to help people build their personal brands digitally. So kind of taking that offline, online variation. I did a 21-day LinkedIn challenge um, this year. I did three versions of it, which was fantastic. That's now going to become an online program so that people can do it self-paced. And it will also be in a book format. So it depends whether you consume your content through programs or books. And I'll have something for everyone. That's really exciting. I can't wait for both of those to come out. 
Thank you. I'm very excited about it. I'm not t- I don't look at LinkedIn from a sales perspective. I mean, building your personal brand on LinkedIn, it's inevitable that it will lead to sales, but I don't do it in a um, a numbers kind of game. I do it in a very much a way of positioning yourself. So it's a, more of a high converting landing page than a, a resume. That's how I look at LinkedIn. So yeah, I'm very excited. I had some great results from some of the people that did the 21 day LinkedIn challenge this year. Awesome. So I'm just hoping that it gets bigger and better and I can actually reach more people now. Fantastic. I'm really excited to hear about the scaling that you're doing and being able to reach more people and impact more people. And I wanted to, again, say thank you so much for giving us a peek behind your success and really diving into your hard-learned wisdom. It's so uncommon. And I think it's so rare and so beautiful and so helpful to really learn from both the pitfalls in the entrepreneurial and the business world, as well as the successes and the advice that kind of flows around. So I really wanted to thank you for that. I also wanted to thank the listener, thank you, the listener, for really sticking with us. And I want to thank you, the listener. I really hope that you took in what Megan is talking about today, because what she really covered is how important it is that nobody can do it for you. We can't even do it for our clients. They really need to do it for themselves. And how the best lessons in life come from our heartbreak and our mistakes. And that we're all human and what we really connect with and what our clients connect with and what we spend money on is that humanity, that connection, and the importance of really being able to pay attention, learn, pivot, and adapt because things are constantly changing. So thank you again. And thank you. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure to have you here on the business couch with me today. Thank you so much. I have had a great time and I'm oh look, it's been fantastic speaking to you as always, Dr. Yeshai. And I look forward to our next chat on the couch over Zoom, but however, I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 